Music is music. La música es música. Music is music. Music is music. Is music. With American Public Media's performance today, I'm Ria Misra, host of Music is Music. And today we're kicking off a two-part episode about music in space. Space, space. Last year, scientists found out something that quite literally changed our understanding of the universe. Of course, scientists are always finding out new things about the universe, but this one was an exceptionally big deal. It revealed more than we ever knew about the basic fabric of the cosmos we live in, and it also confirmed a certain scientific rumor first started a century ago by Albert Einstein. I'm talking, of course, about the discovery of gravitational waves. But the discovery of those waves wasn't just a big deal for scientists. It also set off some ripples in quite a few other fields. Uh, hi, my name is Arthur Jeffs. You may know Jeff's name from the band he leads, Penguin Cafe, or perhaps from his work composing film scores. But for those of us who heard the gravitational waves announcement and immediately started Googling, there's one very particular song he's associated with, and especially a sound within that song. you're hearing is a composition that Jeffs released just shortly after scientists announced the discovery of gravitational waves, called Black Hole 5.0. But embedded in that composition is a sound that's, quite frankly, just so utterly weird that I kept scrolling backwards to listen to it over and over again. Did you hear it? It's that low drone lying just underneath the song's electronic beat. It builds up and up, and then suddenly, whoop, that's the sound of the gravitational waves themselves. For most of us non-physicists out there, Black Hole 5.0 was our very first time hearing anything like this. For Jeffs, though, that first encounter came a full year earlier, when he was visiting an old friend from Cambridge, physicist Samaya Nasanke, who also happened to be one of the scientists working on gravitational waves. Well, I got involved, it was 2015, I think I was in LA, she was at Caltech at the time. I was there for, uh, for work anyway, and we were just catching up. And we'd always talked about doing some sort of musical thing, originally actually with her husband, Jean-Michel Desert, who is an exoplanet hunter. <laughs> and uh, me and Jean-Michel wrote, a, we wrote an algorithm that generates an eight-note melody for every new exoplanet that gets discovered. And so we were just chatting about that. And then Samaya just said, well, the, uh, the chirps from the gravitational waves, they sound amazing. You should have a look at them. Yeah, and I just remember sitting in this garden just under, under the Hollywood Hills. Uh, she was just playing to me on the laptop. And the first time you hear it, you can't help but laugh because it's, it's just such, such a nice sound. But then also, you get a sense, when you start to understand what's actually going on, it seemed obvious that yeah, this was a really good idea after that. For people who haven't heard the sound of the gravitational waves, can you describe what that sound is like? I know you called them a chirp. I've also heard them called a whoop. How would you describe the sound? <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of chirpy whoop. If, uh, <laughs> I'll stop short of making the actual noise myself. <laughs> I mean, feel free to. But um, 
what, is this what you would really hear if you were out there in space and, you know, could hear? Um, well, yeah, that's the amazing thing is that these sort of supermassive collisions, so, you know, it happen over seconds and minutes. And they, the frequencies are within the range of human hearing. Jeff's is right. There's something undeniably musical in that chirpy whoop. But turning it from a series of echoey chirps, whoops, or intergalactic hollers into that composition you're hearing right now called on a lot more instruments to set it into motion. So what you're hearing there is a mixture of the models which, which they used to check for chirps and then two actual chirps that have been detected and also well then there being a mixture of kick drum and sort of ingredient and then also city of prague philharmonic strings are doing all the string bit and then yeah, me on piano and a couple of people from the band from my band just playing some rather more simple string lines There's a whole other thread to this story still left for us to pick up. Let's go back for a second to that garden in L.A. two years ago, where Jeff's first heard the sound of the gravitational waves. Sitting in that garden was, of course, Jeff's, the composer, and Samaya Nasanke, the physicist studying gravitational waves. And there was also Jean-Michel Desert, an exoplanet hunter. It was the sound of the gravitational waves Nasanke played that sent Jeff's towards composing Black Hole 5.0. But a second musical collaboration was also brewing there, through Jeff's conversation with Desire, an entire concept album dedicated to newly discovered exoplanets. <laughs> that was, well, it was literally me and John michelle sitting outside a coffee place talking about how we could make music out of it. And I was, well, I, I just thought, well, wouldn't it be great if you could get some sort of well, it's sort of a, an analytical tool, albeit very blunt. You could get a fingerprint. We, we'd say the eight notes because that's quite a good, that's a traditional length for a melody. So we would take the eight most prescient parameters to do with a newly discovered exoplanet. And well, the parameters that would make it most Earth-like or least Earth-like. So the more like Earth a planet is, the more nursery rhyme-like <laughs> the notes would be, and then the more like a sort of Jupiter or you know, a Saturn, some sort of gas giant, the more kind of weird and you know, sort of atonal <laughs> the uh, melody would sound. I think last time I checked, there were almost 4,000 exoplanets discovered, so 4,000 of those eight? Yep. Of course, 4,000 separate eight-note melodies seems like quite a lot to just sit down and listen to on their own, which is why Jeffs and Desire winnowed down that list of approximately 4,000 to just nine that Jeffs could expand into full compositions for an entire album of exoplanet melodies that he's finishing now. And one of those melodies from the album may seem achingly familiar. Go back to 
back to something you said just a second ago. You mentioned running Earth through this algorithm. What did you find when you did that? Well, just very sweet little melody, and it has a sort of slightly, what is it, a sort of plaintive optimism. <laughs> it's really kind of quite nice. Um, uh, maybe that's just how I was feeling. But when I was writing the piece and then putting these string bits on it, it's lovely. It sort of becomes very, it was like in my head, I was zooming around the world thinking about it again from this perspective of, of it all being part of one thing floating around in space on its own. And it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of quite moving. one other thing about this track list of eight alien and one very unalien planets that was nagging at me. Something else that seemed oddly familiar. You know, when you said nine planets, I, I wondered for a moment if maybe this was a bit of a shout out to the solar system that we grew up with that had nine planets as well. Is that what you were thinking? Uh, yeah, well, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, well, that number doesn't stay very constant, does it? But, yeah, apologies um, to Pluto, but... But there's another one coming, apparently. Well, I don't. I'm caught up with that recently. But um, yeah, and also nine is, yeah, it's a good, manageable length of piece. And so that then gives you sort of album length. It's like a solar system in an album. Well, quite, yes, exactly. The, uh, <laughs> it's neat. It's pleasingly neat. That album, along with Black Hole 5.0, form the basis of a space music project Jeffs is working on along with visual and interactive artists that he hopes will become a way for a whole new generation of scientists and non-scientists alike to find a slightly different way of reaching out into space through music. Because when you think about it, they're both just ways of reaching out into the darkness at whatever it is that lies beyond. Well, I think it's a perspective it's a really exciting bit of frontier science. So when they hear the music and you kind of have a bit of an idea about what's going on, you don't need to have the full picture. You just need to have a sense that this is, <laughs> you, you can take my word for it, this is what it sounds like when a black hole is born and neutron stars die. And it's all kind of incredibly romantic and exciting. And there's also something quite, well, yeah, it's, it's sort of a sense of adventure that you get from this kind of deep space, frontier of knowledge and hopefully that's what people can take from the music and then you know hopefully they'll go and explore a bit more about science If you have questions, comments, or thoughts about today's episode, there's no need to book a spaceship to find us. We're all over the web. You can find us on the yourclassical.org page, or hey, just find me on Twitter. I'm at Misra, that's M-I-S-R-A. Today we heard Black Hole 5.0, as well as a little bit off of Arthur Jeff's forthcoming Exoplanet album. To hear more of that album as it comes, you can head over to Arthur Jeff's, that's J-E-F-F-E-S, dot com. 
Music is Music is a production of American Public Media's Performance Today and supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, online at arts.gov. Next week, we'll be listening to some music that comes to us, quite literally, from outer space. We've got Nellie Bin Hyen of the International Space Orchestra, as well as NASA Ames flight director and saxophonist, Rusty Hunt, joining us as we continue our two-part episode into the final frontier. To hear that episode and more, subscribe to Music is Music under the American Public Media page on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, I'm your host, Rhea Misra, wishing you safe travels into wherever it is you're headed. <laughs>